Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Another hour. You feel better? to kind of hashing this out I don't think I feel better if anything I look at the team and I think okay how many wins can they get I still think they're a 12 win team regarding the Green Bay Packers I think they can win a game in the postseason you face Tampa Bay you're not winning I think they they could have a shot don't get me wrong I don't think their chances are zero that's not what I'm saying but it it's it's wash rinse repeat right i mean isn't that isn't that what we're kind of in essence saying that you know the 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 holes are still the holes the problems are still the problems matt lafleur put mike petton in that defense on notice aaron rodgers Put the organization on notice when he dropped that little bomb about, oh, by the way, last time I stumped for a guy, he ended up in uh, Buffalo. Yeah, keep this guy. No, we don't need him. We'll we'll get you out of here. You know, so think about that. Think about that. Getting your reaction, 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Four eight. Want to hear from you? Give us your thoughts. Let's get back to the phone calls and uh, check out Charlie listening to us in Oshkosh on the score. Charlie, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hi, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just got a couple comments and then I'll hang up and listen. But um, I was looking back at the draft and I was thinking, oh, it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback. But you know something? We were all Sunday morning quarterbacks. We knew we needed a receiver. We knew we needed yep. a linebacker. <laughs> you know, we all knew that going in, and, boy, Queen is playing pretty well. And there were so many receivers out there. There's a lot of guys that were picked up even in the, you know, after the Packers would have had their second-round choice, even in the third and fourth round, that are doing relatively well. Um, and, you know, as good as the Packers are, 
a first, second, and third round choice could have actually stepped in and helped this team quite a bit. I mean, um, I never hear anything on love. You know, usually by this time, oh, he looks great in practice. And the third round guy, ACL, I mean, that was unfortunate. And Dylan's going to be out for a while now, the second round pick. So, um, and then, you know, so it wasn't like a Monday morning quarterback situation. And then real quick, if there's ever a situation going out to San Francisco where you can look at a team's heart, their pride, and their self-respect after being totally embarrassed twice last year, we'll yeah. see what they got Thursday. Thanks, Bill. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Well, let's hope that they uh, have the ability to go out there on Thursday after, a, if you're just tuning us in, A.J. Dillon apparently has tested positive for COVID, uh, and they are doing everything virtually. Everybody else is going to be tested along the way. Um so anyway, um, you know, I don't know if they're – I mean, obviously they're in this this level, this heightened level of protocol now, and they're going to test everybody, and everybody's got to be cleared before they can come back, and all they got to wear all the uh, personal protective equipment and 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 everything. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of a COVID lockdown now within the Packers organization, and you hope that it does not offensively run rampant. Uh, through that uh, through that organization, and they're able to go to San Francisco. We will see because they're they're obviously locked down today. Nobody's doing anything internally. Most likely, I would guess that they're not going to do anything on Tuesday. So that would give you a walkthrough at best on Wednesday, and then you head out to San Francisco. Now maybe that's okay, you know, to take care of bumps bumps and bruises, but you know what I mean. It's it's uh. It's uh, it's going to be tough to prepare for a game on Thursday night when you're already facing a pretty good opponent, even though that opponent got stomped. Now, Garoppolo went down in the game last night. So did uh, George Kittle. He went down in the game last night. So, But it's still, they've got a run game. So we'll see what uh, what the Packers are capable of doing, and even if they, even, we, we, even if they would play, you know. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. For eight. So for we were talking about this before in the last hour, all the deals that have been done that are out there. Just let's get you caught up, Joe. So you've got kind of a list of a lot of these deals that have been going down. So just take a listen to what, for those that are out there, take a listen to what everybody else has been doing, and mainly front runners to bolster their teams. Joe, go ahead. Yeah, so the Steelers this morning acquired Avery Williamson, a linebacker from the Jets, and uh, they also got a seventh-round pick in return. All the Steelers had to give up was a fifth-rounder. Uh, we just saw moments ago the Titans acquiring Desmond King, who two years ago was an all-pro, a solid defensive back, also a returner. They only had to give up a sixth-round pick to get Desmond King from the Chargers. And then uh, John Lynch, who loves to wheel and deal, uh, their linebacking position, I mean, they're stocked there, led by Fred Warner. So they trade some of their depth with Quan Alexander, who's a really good player. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Quan Alexander goes to the Saints, and the Saints send them back Kiko Alonso, another linebacker, wow. and a conditional fifth rounder. And, you know, and we've, and we've seen over the last few days, we saw Carlos Dunlap go to the Seahawks for practically nothing. Yeah. Um, th- there have been a lot of trades going on here the last several days. And again, Packers just continue to be quiet. Packers are very quiet. Uh, it, they have been rumored to be in on Will Fuller, but that's it. Quinn and Williams, we understand, at least Gary Ellerson was saying last night, he was hearing rumors that uh, they were asking and the Jets were asking a second-round draft choice for him. I mean, anything's better than nothing. 
when you're talking about holes that need to be filled. You know what I mean? So I would have taken a gamble on Quan Alexander, considering. Yeah, I would too. Considering what the Saints are giving up. Right. I would too. I I guess. Why are you not in on this? You know, I that's 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 the 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 puzzling question. Maybe they are. Maybe they're just not offering that much. I don't know. But. Again, uh, somebody put it, uh, you know, really good the other day, uh, and said, "Boy, you're valuing those draft choices, and you don't want to give them up for like a sixth rounder like Stepaniak." Uh, they're talking about, you know, Kadar Holman, keep that uh, draft choice, that sixth round draft choice, and Dexter Williams, that sixth round draft choice, or that third round draft choice in Oren Burks, or Jamon Moore and Cole Madison. I mean, the guy went through the whole list of of draft choices that just never panned out, and you, you put a value on these draft choices as opposed to giving them up for proven players and you you scratch your head a little bit but see this is also the other thing bill you know most of this draft the 2020 draft class these were mainly future picks i mean there's only a couple of guys that are helping you right now kamal martin's helping you right now deguara was going to help you but then he got hurt and aj Dillon. The only reason why he saw the field was because Aaron Jones got hurt. Otherwise, they weren't using him at all. They were just rolling with Jones and Williams. So, and obviously Jordan Love is going to be helping you for a couple of years, bare minimum. So, you already have picks invested in guys for the future. So, why not try to move some of your draft picks in 2021 to go for it right now because you have Aaron Rodgers playing at an MVP level. And that's the other thing too, Bill. Like we talked about this all in the offseason with Aaron Rodgers. And there was even particular scenarios where you could say, well, depending on the kind of season Aaron Rodgers has and how the Packers are doing, maybe you could trade Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's not happening now. You're not going to do that. And Aaron Rodgers is playing better than I think most people thought you were going to get out of him this year. And the fact that he gets the Matt LaFleur offense and the fact he's cohesive and working with Matt LaFleur game in and game out. So you've got this now. And if you can just build a freaking defense around it, you're going to be good. Yeah. Like it's just, it is right there for Brian Gutekunst to say, you know what? Let's just go for it right now because of what Aaron is doing on the football field. Give him a defense and let's go. 855 830 8648. We'll continue to discuss. Stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up. Eric Branchek at the bottom of the hour. We're going to continue to take phone calls as well. Mike Clemens coming up in the next hour. Got a lot more coming up right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Bill Michael's show continues on. We're glad to have you. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. So Adam Schefter uh, on the Pat McAfee show says that the Packers did call Antonio Brown's camp. To gauge his his interest in joining Green Bay before he ended up signing with the Buccaneers. So 
So, again, they're making calls, but are they making any deals? I don't know that Antonio Brown's the right fit, I, you know. But there's some other deals to be made that are out there, and, and you're hearing um, you're hearing about these problems or about, the, you know, we're, we're seeing these problems the Packers are having, and it's just not, you know, put it this way. They talked about it yesterday. It's, this is not the way a championship team plays. Okay? If you're a championship team, you don't get your your, your rear end whooped like this. 855-830-8648. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to Mike listening to us in Cambridge uh, on the zone. Mike, how you doing, man? What's going on? Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how you doing today, buddy? What's up? Good, man. How you doing, Bill? Doing well. What you thinking? Excellent. Well, you know, I couldn't agree with you more, man. And and I and I, uh, I've been hammering this Patrick Queen Justin Mudabuke thing and stuff. But I'm going to try to take this down to a. We got Thanksgiving come on coming up, so I'm going to use a thanks Thanksgiving analogy. Okay. Um, the uh, you're uh, let's say I'm going to say I'm making the pies. All right, I'm baking some pies for Thanksgiving, and I'm short half my flour. And the butter for the crust. All right. So I, I one of my kids is going to go to the store for me and get the rest of the ingredients. They go to the store and they don't come back with the rest of the flour and the butter that I sent them to the store for. They come back with a new type of squash to use for the pumpkin pie filling because they thought that it might sound good that spaghetti squash would be cool and maybe I could try that next year. And they get me some other stuff that I didn't need. So then when I go to bake the pie, I got nothing. I got a mess, right? So mm-hmm. what happens at the last minute? You got to run out to Wally World or something like that and grab your last ingredients. Well, this is Goody's last chance to go out and get these ingredients uh, Tuesday at three o'clock, right? And right. he ain't going out to get those last ingredients. And he blew it on a shopping thing. If I go to the store and I come back with that, and my shopping list says something different, I'm going to get a little bit of a talking to. That dude's shopping list said. Linebacker, D-line, wide receiver, uh, offensive line help. It didn't say yeah, – and, and Jordan Love, man, they did not trade up and lose their fourth rounder for a blue chipper bona fide – Joe Burrow didn't drop to him, okay? This dude played for Utah State. What is his signature game? What's his body of work? You, right. you, you, you puked out a fourth pick to move up in the first round to pick a question mark that's going to hold a clipboard for, all, for you all year, and you could have had Patrick Queen. You tell me this defense with Patrick Queen and Justin Matabuke on it instead of having uh, Jordan Love holding, holding the clipboard and A.J. Dillon wouldn't be a serious contender right now, right now. Whereas, whereas right now this team goes up against a team that's physical, that can punch him in the face and beat him at the line, they're done. they got no answer for it. Thanks for taking my call, Bill. Have a good All right, day. buddy. Appreciate it. That's it's terrific analogy. Terrific analogy. Absolutely terrific analogy. I, I completely get it. I completely get it. I, I get exactly what you're saying. And you're right. You know, here's your needs. You're a game away from getting everything you want from getting to a Super Bowl. And then, yeah, you know, you get to a Super Bowl, let the chips fall where they may. But you want to hedge your bets. So you're a game away. And while the needs aren't 100% ignored, the needs are lessened because 
a guy that you believe is going to be around from anywhere from three to five more years, you decided to accelerate the clock on. So, and that's that's uh, that, that's a tough pill to swallow if you're inside the walls at twelve sixty five for some of the guys in that locker room. Uh, Dan and Appleton on the score. Dan, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, uh, with all the talk about midseason trades and uh, waiver pickups right now floating around for the NFL and stuff like that, does anybody out there got an idea when the Packers last made a midseason trade or a Ooh. major pickup? I well, there's difference. Be- yeah, it, it's stage. it's been well. They they brought in a guy like Andre Risen, obviously, uh, and Andre okay. Risen helped him out. So you can look at that. Um, They've picked up guys off practice squads and made some midseason moves in that particular regard. But have they made that big trade that they brought in somebody that was really going to bolster something? That's yeah. it's a while. It's been a while since I can remember something like that happening. Well, you know what? Hey, most I, recently they made trades, but it was when they traded guys like HaHa Clinton Dix and Ty Montgomery. Right. right. They were yeah. getting rid of guys. They were. Yeah, it wasn't. It, they weren't bringing in big-name guys to help them. They were getting rid of guys they didn't want anymore. So there's there's a the opposite side of the coin. You're getting rid of some of those guys who really aren't performing, you don't want in your organization, and uh, who had made some comments. You know, you do something stupid, you or you make some comments, and you find your way out the door. And that's when they've made some deals. But to really to say this is what we need, so they've gone out and made a trade, no. They, they haven't done that in, in quite some time. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. We would love to hear from you. There's there's a lot here. Uh, Matt writes in Winnie's email inbox, if you fans want to make a deal to upgrade talent, then you have to clear cap space. Which higher ticket players are you going to cut? Preston Smith, Billy Turner, you have important players to resign next year. This isn't fantasy football. You can't just go get whatever you want. Uh, you've got a guy like Quinn Williams right now, rookie contract. It would cost you a second-round draft choice, and you can restructure deals. Look, the bottom line is they had like 150 bucks in Kansas City. They were able to squeeze in some massive deals, Matt. You're able to do this. You're able to do this. Um, Derek writes, uh, love the show. Green Bay will never accomplish greatness without uh, great players, period. Our GM's refusal to go out and spend money, make bold trades, etc., will continue to hold us back. Uh, the drafts have been completely ineffective, and that's the bottom line. We will continue to beat up on average teams, but as we have saw la- seen last year, uh, this is and this year when uh, we compete against teams with talent, our team always will be exposed for the talentless team that we have. Make some moves, please. And that is from uh, our buddy Derek listening to us. Uh, I believe in Schenectady, New York. Schenectady, New York. Uh, Jeff says, uh, here's an interesting statistic. Seems to have uh, slipped through the cracks on the media, but I am pretty sure that LaFleur and Petten are aware of it. Gutekind's not so sure. Here it is, going back to the fourth quarter of the first game with the Vikings. The Vikings had a total of seven possessions in the fourth quarter of game one, plus the first four of this game. In those seven possessions, they scored seven touchdowns. Some will say that the last game was garbage time, but not really because the Packers had to score twice to keep the lead in the fourth quarter. How can they be any worse? It's a good point. 855 Our buddy Steve listening to us in Richfield. My apologies, but I'm going to go a little Clark W. Griswold today after yesterday's egregious defensive effort in this thing. It bothers me the most about the lack of consistency. I'm not one that calls for firing a coach, but the up and down effort and results in my mind are totally related to coaching. 
Not only is it execution, but it's also scheme. The Jekyll and Hyde performances are frustrating as hell, and it's gotten old. Granted, they need to upgrade the personnel in areas, but sometimes you just need change perhaps to just jumpstart things. I hope that Gudekins learned that you need to cut ties sooner rather than later. I don't know how much longer they can have Petten as a defensive coordinator, but I also don't know who the next D.C. should be. Lastly, how could the refs pick up the flag on a defensive pass interference that was blatant and a key moment of the game? Holy crap, where's the Tylenol? Steve in Ridgefield. Steve, we completely agree with you. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers said the exact same thing after the ballgame as well. 100%. 100%. Um, this is from, uh, Joe, uh, Jody says, do you think that Dallas would consider trading Gallup? I like him better than Fuller. Dallas already has his replacement in CD lamb. Uh, I, if they would do it, I'd do it. If they would do it. Yes. But again, you guys, it's, it's gonna, gonna take some work. You're gonna have to, you have to give up some things. And he's right. The, the, the email before about, you know, salary cap space is right. You're going to have to manipulate some things. You're going to have to do a few things. 855-830-8648. Real quick, let's go to Jerry listening to us in Green Bay. Jerry, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, not bad. Not bad. How about you? Doing okay today. We're getting through it. Little uh, little psychotherapy between one another. You know, one that uh, last caller called about his turkey pie or whatever the heck it was and, you know, the ingredients. And just look at, just look at the other moves that Gutekus made. So instead of drafting T.J. Watt, he takes Kevin King. Kevin King's good, but Kevin King came out of college with a bad shoulder. Okay, so you take T.J. Watt. You got a great linebacker. Now well, T.J. Watt. That wait a minute. That was on. That was on Ted Thompson's watch because uh, Goody oh, didn't it? start drafting. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was 2017. Goody didn't take over till 2018. Oh, maybe that's why Thompson got rid of him. But you think about the moves like that. Right, so they right. They don't need one of the Smith brothers. They can go get a, a cornerback. They don't sign Jared Cook, who's playing awesome for New Orleans. And, hey, New right. Orleans got the same kind of salary and quarterback that we have, so how, somehow they can make it work. Why can't we? No, I, 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 I Jared Cook I never understood because he basically signed for the yeah. same thing just elsewhere. Yeah, and you look at them small moves like that, and it's like look at the difference in your team. Yeah. You know? So, yep. That's my 100% agree. All right. Appreciate it, pal. Thanks, buddy. There you go. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. And when we do come back, Eric Branchek, the Green Bay Press-Gazette, is going to be here. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring and Done Right. Sean and the gang, great people. And I read you the email that uh, complimented his service so highly last week. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. And if you're looking for a job, same thing. Uh, They're doing some hiring right now. I I saw him uh, last weekend. As a matter of fact, and he said, yeah, we, we need some people because there are a lot of people doing home, home improvement projects. If you're getting out and about, I want to remind you about uh, some of the terrific people that help us out with just coverage. And, and I get it all the time. I don't know what we're going to do regarding Super Bowl. They're going to have some uh, fans in the stands. They're going to have some 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 type of media going on. I, we, but we don't know. We don't know yet. So we're, we're going to – we'll find out. We play it all by ear. We do the best we can, you know. We just kind of hang out and see what happens. But uh, thanks to our friends at Skipper Buds. Thanks to our friends at – uh, over there at the Social House in Menominee Falls on Lisbon Road, where you get those pancakes yesterday morning. Pancakes were a flowing. You get pancakes with any uh, mixed drink, any cocktail over there, free pancakes. That's good stuff. Try out the Social House and go say hi to Dan over there. A lot of good stuff coming up. We're going to talk with Eric Baranchek, the Green Bay Press Gazette, next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
Um, you know, I got to go back and look at it, but it certainly didn't feel like it was up to par today. I know there was a couple missed tackles out there, more than a couple, a lot of missed tackles. But, uh, you know, I think we all got to look critically at ourselves and, and we better figure out a solution quickly because, uh, uh, you know, the formula has been written and we have got to step up and, and get it fixed. And if not, we're going to continue to get these types of results. Those are the words of Matt LaFleur talking about the defense. Talking about kind of putting Mike Pettin and company on notice that this is completely unacceptable as the defense got chewed up yesterday. Welcome back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Uh, the Bud Light, uh, the Bill Michaels Huddle, I should say, coming up uh, on Wednesday night this week, 6 to 8. Brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Joining us now on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline from the Green Bay Press-Gazette, Eric Baranchek. And, Eric, uh, I think uh, you could have run the ball yesterday not only through some of the holes but uh, via the tackling that was not happening on the field uh, from the Green Bay Packers defensively, man. A lot of people, uh, as fans go, upset that there are still the same things we're talking about, that some things just don't seem to get corrected. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally get it. Well, there's the, I guess the formula for the Packers to win is, is really quite simple. Uh, get up early, get make teams get behind on the board, and then they got to throw the ball and, and abandon the running game. When when the Packers are able to do that, it works out for them. Um, and there, but but the problem was with some of the conditions yesterday. The Packers chose ball control offense and went down the field. It really kind of played into the hands of um, the Minnesota Vikings. It played perfectly into what they wanted to do. They sat back in two deep zone and did not get out of it because, quite frankly, they didn't need to. Um, you know, there wasn't. You know, when you're looking at, everybody wants to point the fingers at the defense. Yep. You're right. They are what they are. Like Dennis Green says, they are who they thought they are. They're they're not going to stop the run um, like anybody wants them to. But the reality is, without Aaron Jones on the field, they were not able to get the Vikings out of that too deep zone. Okay, so the two guys over the top. So basically, anything that went beyond linebacker depth automatically was was bracketed with a corner underneath, with a nickel underneath, and the safeties over the top. So what that does is you basically thumb their nose at the running game. And, and listen, Jamal or Jamal Williams does a nice job, but there were times where had that, that been Aaron Jones carrying the ball, it would have been a, instead of a six yard play, it would have been a lot longer. And those are the type of things that gets uh, teams to get out of that too deep zone. Cause they have to bring that safety up and they don't have the speed and quickness without Aaron Jones in there to attack or run the, you know, to do the outside uh, zone scheme, which really even further puts pressure on the safeties. So, um, you know, the, some those things just didn't happen. And when you look at the way that they played defense yesterday, they just, they, you know, primarily, you know, Preston Smith does not like to close down and take on point uh, blockers. Um, they just, they're just not sound. It's just not sound schemes that they're running. And that's why they can clip off for 15, 20, 37, 50 yards when you're not sound uh, with what you're doing up front. Uh, yesterday, Matt LaFleur, and you heard part of it there, said basically we knew what they were going to do and we didn't stop them. I take that as a direct shot towards not only the defense as a whole, but the, the defensive coordinator, Mike Patton, saying, you, what did you do? 
You know, I mean, there were times, I mean, I at one point in the third quarter, they just basically run it down your throats, and then the next time you come back out, you're coming out with less guys up front. You're, you're running more, you know, and maybe there's a package that would dictate that, but it, to me, it's like, they're going to run the ball. They're going to stick it right down your throat, and you, you, you don't have an answer. You know what I mean? I mean, it was it was very frustrating to watch him just and then you know you had some mix ups with the the younger middle linebackers and both guys crashing the same hole and opening a wide one up on the opposite side for a, a big gallop into the end zone for uh, for for Dalvin Cook. But you know, it seemed like every time you needed just that stop, you got a couple down the stretch, but you you, you when you really needed it mid game to change that momentum back, you couldn't get it, and you knew exactly what they were going to do. Do they not have the personnel, or are they just running a scheme in which it's it's just not conducive to being able to stop the run consistently? They're just they're honestly they're not fundamentally sound. Okay, so on that, that one goes that to you coaching. Were about, yeah, I, that one that you were talking about with the two linebackers hit the same gap. Obviously, fifty one and fifty four. So Barnes and. Uh, um, What's his last name? Uh, Mal Martin. They had, yes, Martin. Sorry, excuse me. I was I get excited and I forget simple That's okay. names like that. <laughs> so they both there was a stunt called and they both went to the same gap and then so that opened up on the left side and then Kiki goes barreling upfield and you know he goes screaming upfield and he wasn't able to make the play. Some of that because you're off balance, you're running upfield. So had he stayed home, had this, the, the, you know, even if the two linebackers make a bonehead play, if he stays home and stays balanced and stays square, he probably makes that play or at least slows him down a little bit. You know, so it's a comedy of, of errors when you look at this, the, the, the front seven uh, right now, the way they're playing football is they're just, they're not fundamentally sound. So if you've got a pulling tight end, even a tight end who's pulling across the line of scrimmage, and you, t- and you turn your butt to the sideline and expose your numbers to this guy, even if you're kind of crashing the line of scrimmage down or sliding down the line of scrimmage, you're going to expose a gap. It's just the way it is. So um, there are ways to do these things, and it's, it's fundamental football of on the line of scrimmage, you close down. If there's a down block, you don't go barreling upfield. There's a down block in front of you. You stick your hand on his butt, and you stay there. And when the puller comes, you attack him. Now the running back has to bend outside, and guess who's there? Well, 37 and 23. Both those guys are good tacklers. They're not going to, you know, they don't make many mistakes. So there's opportunities that they make. And plus, and then if you have a linebacker that decides to scrape rather than shoot the gap, you know, some of those things are going to get cleaned up over age, but they don't have time. They have to make these fundamental changes right now to the way that they play the run. And I understand they want to be aggressive and they want to go upfield and they want to barrel upfield and do that. But you know what? It's going to get you killed because you're going to face a team that's not going to, might not have their starting quarterback, might not have their tight end. But who's to say? But anybody can go back there and just hand the ball off, right? Yeah, right. So you know, it's it's tough right now. They have to play fundamental football. I don't think that the players are bad. I think they need to play fundamental football. I uh, I want to go back. Uh, we're talking with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette on the Schneider Orange Hotline. I want to go back to something we were talking about earlier today, and this was I was watching uh, Good Morning Football on NFL. I watched Fox, and I was watching ESPN, and I made the comment. And whether it doesn't matter what you feel about the show, but I was watching Get Up, and and you had uh, Rex Ryan, and you had Dan Orlovsky, and Greenberg, and then you had a couple other guys chiming in uh, via Zoom. 
And they got into this discussion, and the argument was that the Green Bay Packers – it, it, the, the comment was, somebody in Green Bay needs to let the front office know they are wasting the last three years of Aaron Rodgers. Now, I'm going to say that not every Gutekind's pick has been bad, and not every deal has been bad. Certainly the Smith brothers panned out last year. They're good. They're not great. Uh, they were better last year than they were this year. Adrian Amos has been a stabilizing force in that secondary. I like some of the moves they've made. Uh, I do like the fact that, you know, Darnell Savage Jr. was a hitter. He's been a little bit nicked up. Jair Alexander's turned into better, one of the better cover corners in the league. He's made some good picks. Elkin Jenkins as well. But there is this need of you have holes. We all know what they are. There's no surprise here. Why are you not doing everything you can to fortify those holes right now? And then Aaron Rodgers drops the, oh, the last time I stumped for a guy ended up in Buffalo. If that's not a firing a salvo over the bow of the front office of the Green Bay Packers, I don't know what is, you know? Yeah, that was really interesting. And he's got to, you know, if you really listen to him, he, he definitely, <clears throat> he, he's got a pretty sharp tongue. He, he doesn't come out and say things, so you gotta, you got to read into his comments a little bit. He's a sharp guy, without question. Yes, I, I, I took that the same way, that that was a shot over the bow. I was like, wow. Um, I think at this point, they have to do something. It doesn't matter what it is, just something to show this football team that, hey, we're in it to win it. We're in it to go all the way. Because if they do nothing, I think that shows that maybe they're not in it to do a, do everything. Why, you know, if the front office isn't in it to go all the way, why should the players be? Right. You know, so I, that's, I think at this point in time, they're in a situation where they have to do something, whether it be get a D lineman, which I don't think is the answer, <clears throat> or they get a, uh, a linebacker or they get a uh, some sort of receiver or some sort of skill player, even a running back. Now, the hard part is they're coming in in week nine. You don't just grab a play. You don't just go out get. You don't just come in and just walk out there and start playing. There's a lot to right. absorb. you got an offense that's got a, probably a completely different language that you have to figure out. Then you have to understand, you know, let's just say wide receiver. you got to understand the language. you got to understand the road tree. you got to understand uh, <clears throat> all the intricacies with – how are you going to handle it if you we line up and they're in cover three and this play is really designed for cover two or they're in cover four or if they're in man? What are some of my route adjustments going to need to be? Those things don't just you don't just roll into Green Bay and then start playing the next week. You know you you got to get into the season a little bit and it's going to take time, weeks, probably multiple weeks before you're ready to understand the offense to go out there and be uh, a, a really good part. So I don't know how they do it. I I think they're better off. Um, you know, I, some people aren't going to like what I have to say, but I think a running back, you know, because if you lose Aaron Jones for an extended period of time, you saw what you saw on Sunday. It's that you got a running back that's pretty good, that's not going to make mistakes. He's going to get get you get you what's blocked, and that's about it. You know, you need to have a running back that is going to go in there and get some wiggle. Either he's going to make guys miss, or he's going to run over the top of you. Something you said, real quick, I'm going to deal with this for, we only got about a minute left, but I, real quick, you had started to say, you know, if the front office isn't going to do anything, you're telling the players in there that, you know, they're not trying, so you're not trying. Don't you think at some point, and this goes higher up to Mark Murphy, and I'm not saying Mark Murphy needs to come down from, you know, the, the, the ivory tower and yell at everybody. What I'm saying is, is Mark Murphy also has a business. Aren't you, in essence, if you're not making a move, telling your fans you're not going for it? Doesn't oh, that, in essence, eventually... Feels. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the fans are feeling that. 
And when you're asking fans for money to keep deposits, to be able to buy tickets for next year, go buy the merchandise, go to the pro shop, you're you're basically saying we want your money, but we're not really going to do everything we can to win. Well, I don't know if that's how they really feel, but that's how because But that's a perception the becoming thing. reality. Right. Because right. you get the same questions that I get. Why aren't they doing this? Why don't they do that? Why don't they why don't they trade for this guy? Why don't they get a receiver? Why don't you get a D back? Why don't you get well, first of all, you don't just go to Walmart and pick up a receiver. You know, so you gotta give up something. And they got a they got they got a, a financial ledger that they gotta look at too. You know, so there's a lot that goes into it. I just think they need to do something to shut the fans up more than anything and then your locker room you got to deal with that too because it's a double-edged sword if you bring somebody in you're saying well geez you guys aren't good enough or are you saying geez we're not going all in you know you know so there's a lot of navigation there that river's got a bunch of icebergs in it you got to try to to figure out the right way to get between get down the river to the destination you want without running into an iceberg so those you know bringing a guy in just to bring a guy in isn't always the answer i mean some people said why don't you bring in antonio brown well Guy's a cancer. The guy's right. at least he has demonstrated the last couple of years that he's, you know, he's a little out there. It's a pretty good right. locker room from what everybody says. So I don't know. I, I just feel like, um, yeah. I mean, the fans are asking me all the time, and they're, I'm sure they're asking you. They are. I hear it on your show. So yep. I, I think, I think they just need to do something. I don't care what it is, but it could be a long snapper. Who cares? Somebody bring something. Do something. Yep, no doubt. Good stuff as always, pal. We'll talk later in the week. Hey, you enjoy. Uh, hope See everything's going okay with your dog. Take care. Yeah, Elmo's doing good. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I'll I'll mention that coming up here in a little bit. But um, you know, my buddy Elmo, uh, who all I even posted over on the Facebook fan page. You can read more about it. But he's had cancer for a while, and but it's a tumor on the outside of his skin, and it started to break through this weekend. And prognosis is okay, but it's not what you wanted to hear. So. Uh, anyway, hey, most of us have packed away the grill for the season, but, uh, but meat lovers, look, don't despair. The people over there at Schulze Family Farms Beef have all the fabulous meats to make your, you know, delicious cold weather favorites awesome. Hearty soups, stews, even your favorite chili recipe, great for a weekend dinner or the big game, and make sure you go to their Facebook page for some great recipe ideas. And coming this month, they've got Instapot dinners complete with seasonings. And if you order your quality Wisconsin pasture-raised meats online, you can choose from a curated gift box or create your own, and you sign up for a convenient monthly subscription. Your beef packed in dry ice, shipped to your doorstep in just a couple of days. And with COVID cases rising, it's a great way to cut down on trips to the grocery store. Pre-order your holiday full tenderloins and prime rib roast right now because they will sell out. And every order in November includes a free bottle of award-winning Fox Brothers Smokehouse and Eatery Barbecue Sauce. Uh, so that's good within itself. And a gift box or a gift certificate, all, always a great holiday idea for meat lovers in your life. So go to SholzeFamilyBeef.com. That's Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SholzeFamilyBeef.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin, Veterans Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers' A.J. Dillon has tested positive for coronavirus. That means he goes into quarantine and will likely miss Thursday night's game against the 49ers. The rookie running back had five carries and one reception in yesterday's 28-22 loss to the Vikings. Why did Matt LaFleur go for it on 4th and 10 from the Minnesota 37 in the third quarter rather than try a field goal. 
the flow of the game, where we were, our inability to get stops on the defensive side. It felt like we had to be aggressive offensively, and unfortunately, it didn't work out for us. The Vikings came back with a 50-yard screenplay to Dalvin Cook, who finished the day with four touchdowns. Why all the missed tackles? Green Bay safety, Adrian Amos. You know, when you have more hats to the ball, it's less missed tackles. It's a lot harder to, to tackle when it's one-on-one in the open field. The Vikings secondary was banged up. Cameron Densler, taken on a stretcher to a local hospital with a neck injury, was later released. Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. You know, we've got so many young guys. We're trying to get ready for prime time, I guess is the best way to say it. And it just takes more time than we'd like. And Aaron Rodgers was asked, does he need the Packers to trade for another wide receiver before tomorrow's trade deadline? It's not a bad question, but it's not one that I can answer. We've had many conversations about this type of thing over the years. I'm not going to stomp for anybody. Last time I stomped for a player, you end up going to Buffalo. So That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Let the good times roll. And I want these words to make things right, but it's Breaking news of the day regarding the Green Bay Packers is that A.J. Dillon has tested positive for COVID. Now we're going to wait and see what happens the remainder of the week. Hopefully the game on Thursday night not in jeopardy, but we will see. Uh, Definitely Dillon is not going to be playing in it, but hopefully no other Packers have been affected, and certainly you hope that no other Vikings have been affected as well. Meanwhile, around the rest of the NFC North, uh, the Bears got beat in overtime. You watch that game. They had a fight in that game. Wims is just a mental case in that game. Goes and starts slugging on the uh, defensive back of the uh, New Orleans Saints. He claims he got spit on. Now, they're going to be an argument. They're going to look at a lot of tape on that. But the, the Saints ultimately got the win. The Bears go to 5-3. and three. They're still behind the Packers for the top spot in the division. We know the Vikings won to get their second win of the season. And the Lions, they got beat up and beat up bad. The Colts put up 21 in the fourth quarter, and the Colts get a 41-21 win over the Lions, who again fall back to under 500. So that's the way the rest of the NFC North rounds out. When we come back, going to talk a little bit about what happened last night. In addition to that, don't forget Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, right around the corner. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next, right after this. In Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.